This is the Australian Broadcasting Commission. And now the news. Japanese forces continue their heavy attack on the Philippines and Dutch East Indies. Occupation of Manila is now complete, with American and Philippine forces under the command of General MacArthur withdrawing to the Bataan Peninsula. His Majesty's forces are carrying out an orderly evacuation of the New Guinea coast in preparation for defense of Port Moresby and the southern... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got me ten fine toes to wiggle in the sand. Lots of idle fingers snap to my command. A lovely pair of the heels that kick to beat the band. Nature can be fascinating And do these and knows that I can bump And a mouth by gum have mine To tell the whole damn world If you don't happen to like it, deal me up Thank you kindly, pass me by Pass me by, pass me by If you don't happen to like it, pass me by And there's always the problem of becoming the people you hate. I used to work with these three girls and they would stand around in the break room and they would tell each other, oh, you're so skinny. I can't believe how big my ass is. You are so skinny. Ah, my ass is so huge. And then they'll go, oh no, my ass is way bigger than your ass. You are so skinny. I wish I had your ass. And the third one would jump in. Oh no, no, you girls, you're so skinny. Look at my ass. Look how big it is. And they would sit around. Of course, we all know that women don't have pissing contests with each other. It's only men that do that. Women, of course, never compete with each other. That would never happen. And thus, this morning, well, morning for me, Adam and I are here on the interwebs as I fight technology, which I hate more and more every day. And we're arguing with each other over who's going to do the introduction to the podcast because, oh no, you're better than I am. Oh no, you're better than I am. And here we are devolving into a couple of fat girls sitting around trying to convince other fat girls that they're skinny. The fact of the matter is that both of us are absolutely fucking spectacular. On a scale of 1 to 10 as podcasters, Adam and I are both probably at about 37, maybe 38. And that's why we're subbing today for Aaron Clary, because he's off working, air quotes on that, and he needed some quality people to fill in for him. And the first 732 podcasters he contacted were not available because they were doing important stuff for their lives. But me being an alcoholic and Adam being unemployed... Eh, we had plenty of free time, and thus, here we are. Welcome to the Clary Podcast. Mr. Clary is not here today, but we will be talking about Mr. Clary, I'm sure. I am the great one himself, and my co-host is Mr. Adam Piggott. Adam, are you still there, or did you fall asleep yet? I was close to falling asleep. Excellent. I, I wasn't sure in the... I wasn't sure in the first minute or so of that if you were actually recording or you were talking to me. Um, so it's lucky that I didn't pick my nose because that would have been highly embarrassing. Yes, we would have um, heard that all around the world. That's the sound of Adam the, pick, the, picking his nose. The, the nose pick that echoed around the world. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like that episode on Seinfeld when he's in his car and he scratches his nose on the side and the girl pulls up next to him and she looks at him and he's like... No, no, it wasn't a nose pick. And she's like, ah. Sure. Did you ever watch Seinfeld? 
Did you ever watch Seinfeld? I think I may have seen one episode. I was I don't remember really? ever being impressed. I did watch the Seinfeld clip that you had in one of your recent blog posts. But no, I was never a Seinfeld fan. I never saw whatever it was people it's probably saw. Cause, it's probably because I'm older than you. Because in, in the early 90s, when it first started to come out, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, about, I was about 23, 24. And for us, it was just an absolute... It was, it was completely... Nothing like it had been on, on. I think nothing had really been on the, on like it since the Monty Python's Flying Circus. It was that, it was that crazy. Like I mean, it was on it. It was on at Wednesday night at nine thirty. I still remember this. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night nine thirty, and man, we would we would religiously. No one would do in my whole circle would do anything on a Wednesday night. You you knew where everyone <laughs> was going to be, and that was that was watching Seinfeld. It was that that big a deal. The only thing that I didn't actually uh, get with the uh, program on, as regards to Seinfeld, was I never thought his stand-up bits at the start were at the start were funny, ever. I don't think I laughed once at the bit where he's doing his stand-up routine at that, that monologue at the start in front right. of an audience. I was just like, I'd be like stony-faced, you know, chewing on a cracker or something. Um, but then the show, fantastic. I, I really liked it, but I, I never, I never got his. His stand-up intros. I never, never did that. But you didn't like Seinfeld. I can't. How old are you? When were you born? What year? Oh, I'm. Can, an, you, can you tell that? I'm an old fart. Can you? What's a, well, how old are you? I'm fifty. Give me, give me a number. Five zero. Give me a number. You are fucking not. Give me a number. I'm an old man. No, you're not. I, you're, you're barely. You're. you're what? You've still got you've still got pubes stuck between your teeth. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're not mine. They belong to. Yeah. Well, never well, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Come yeah. on. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not older than me or Cappy. That's for sure. I'm older than you, kiddo. I'm older really? than all of you. I'm the. No. Oldest. No way. Oh yeah. You've no got way. this youthful sounding voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, now yeah. we sound like these three girls in the break room arguing over whose butt is <laughs> But girls never compete. No, of course not. That's something only you know, boys other do. Women, other women, That's other women are not their competition. No, 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 no. <laughs> the women just like get wrote, along with each other all the time. I wrote, I wrote a piece recently about, you know, this Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. guy. And it's like, and all these women coming out and going, I've been, you know, me too. Me too. <laughs> and, <laughs> by the way, his, by the way, his, this is a fucking, I'm really jealous of, there's a long line out in the street of Weinstein's office. But did Hillary Clinton tweet me too? That's what I want to know. <laughs> and, and was it, and was it Bill Clinton? <laughs> that, was the, that was the person who harassed her. Because that, that, they did have a baby, apparently. Yeah. But uh, look, any woman that got in Weinstein's hotel room knew what she was goddamn there for. She, Absolutely, they knew, what was the, they knew what was going on. It's unbelievable. And now we have to listen to these whores, these professional whores who get paid millions of dollars, and listen to them rabbit on about their feelings and how they were sexually harassed. Exactly. Right. Okay. I, I just like that. And, appara- and apparently George Tacky now from Star Trek. 
Yes. Who's always been, always been a douchebag. Yes. A giant douchebag. And, and he, because he's an SJW. Oh, to the max. George Tacky. To the max. I mean, like, if there's one thing in common with all these guys at the moment who are getting done for sexual harassment, whether it's, it's, they were after women or after men or after both, I think they're all SJWs. It's the common denominator, isn't it? It is, and it, it, it warms my heart to hear you say that because my podcast that comes out today is about this very, ta- uh, very topic. And today, oh, really? being, today being Monday, I, I think you guys are going to hear this on Tuesday. But no, when I, because I have been working pretty solid for like the last week, and so I've really been out of touch. And I get to the computer, and I tell all this story. But anyway, and I see all this shit from Twitter. George Tiki Taki Tuki is, you know, sexually groping people or whatever. Kevin Spacey. And then like these other people I've never heard of. And it's just this explosion of... You know, losers accusing people of sexually harassing or touching or groping or looking at them or raping them or whatever the fuck it is. And this is what I riff on. It's like, yes, all this is is a bunch of left-wing status social justice warriors raping each other. And as far as I'm concerned, they all deserve it. I got no sympathy for none of these people. And George, if you go to his Twitter stream and you look at it, every single post is social justice warrior. There's like nothing in there about, oh, this is my breakfast today, or hi, mom, or anything. Every post, global warming, solar power, Trump is Hitler, Democrats are wonderful, Hillary Clinton should have won. The, you know, And now, George Tacky sent out a post on the Twitterverse, which I think he took down, but I saw this on Age of Shitlords. Guess who he's blaming for this? The Russians. The Russians are trying to sit him. I'm not making this up. The Russians. And I'm looking at these people, and you all deserve each other. You all deserve to just sit around in your circle jerk, raping each other, and the hell with you all. Have you noticed that everyone who's been accused or thrown under the bus up to this point are has-beens? Like, they don't really have a career anymore? Absolutely. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's not. Think... It's not like it's not like Chris Hemworth is getting accused of this stuff, right? You know, the hot, hot young, hot young Thor or whatever he does. Yeah, it's not like you know. It's it's just it's just it's almost as if it's if it's like how many can we throw under the bus to distract everyone away from something else that's happening over here? And I'm just trying to work out what they're trying, what what they're trying mm-hmm. to remove the distract. What's what what's the distraction for? Right. You know? Maybe maybe I just take up for granted all the stuff that we find out. And something that I already know about and think and think is no big deal is what is what they're all worried about and they're trying to make sure it doesn't get out. I wish I knew what that was, you know, because otherwise it just doesn't make sense. Why now? Everyone, everyone knew there was a casting couch. Well, how is this news? How is how is this news that you have to suck a lot of cock to get anywhere in Hollywood? How is this news? And why do we care that people suddenly are coming out and saying they felt bad when they chose to do it? I don't understand. I don't, why, why is anyone taking this seriously? No, I agree. And you're right. It, it's all has-beens and people you've never heard of. And I have to think at least some of it is just 
people who are desperate for publicity. Like you say, there there has been. They're crashing and burning. So you accuse somebody, or even if you're getting, I mean, like Harvey Weinstein. Who's ever heard of him? Until I mean, oh, no, I mean, I know, I know, I know. I always knew who the Weinstein company was because back in the nineties, they did they they put out pretty good films, and they started from pretty well nowhere in the early nineties. I think they worked with the Coen Brothers mm. um, to start off with. Um, so I always knew who Harvey Weinstein, because he had a brother as well. It's Harvey Weinstein and there's another one, um, the Weinsteins. Hmm. But, uh, and he always looked like a pig. I was, I was just like, what's he in this business for, pussy? Yes. Why is anyone surprised by this? You know what, when I was a rafting guide, most of the rafting guides, were, were they weren't... You know how much I got paid a week in Uganda when I lived there? We were averaging one trip a week because, you know, there was, there'd been this terrorist incident two, two minutes before I arrived. This is back in 1999, okay? And right. I was averaging one trip a week. I was on 50 US dollars a week. I was 28 years of age. 50 US dollars a week. Okay, our house was paid for, our food was paid for, all that. You were doing it for the chicks, man. <laughs> That's the only reason you were there. Fucking hell. It's the yes. only reason. It's like why, why unattractive hairy men with long hair get into rock music in 1974. Yes. It's, have you seen? Have you seen Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull? <laughs> have you seen this man? I mean, and it's, it's, even, it's even true today. Look at this Ed Sheedan character, whatever his name is. He's, the, he's literally the ugliest musician of all time. Worse than Mick this Jagger? This guy is... Oh, it's, Mick, Mick, Mick Jagger's, Mick Jagger's a, a, a Greek god compared to, to Ed Sheet. Have you, do you know that he's like this redhead Irish freak? Oh, my God. Oh, he's so... I mean, the only reason he's in this is to get chicks. And all the chicks are there screaming at him. And he looks like he runs after parked cars while setting his hair on fire. Ah, oh, fucking hell. What this is a news flash of women in Hollywood. I mean, the whole of the Big Bang Theory. The, the one part of the Big Bang Theory I never worked out was why they never had Penny in a situation where she had to suck some dick if she wanted to get any further in her acting career or quasi acting career. Oh my God! Why is this news? Maybe it's you know what? Right. You know what? Maybe it's because it's November. Like this is a shitty time of year, right? In the Northern Hemisphere. I mean, I, I mean, I've had the last six years. I've for me, November has been um, getting close to hundred degrees Fahrenheit every day and blue skies in Australia. Now I'm in Holland, and let me tell you, let me tell you something. It's fucking freezing here. Oh, it's, oh, that it's, sounds terrible. It's re it's really cold. Uh, even though I knew it was going to be like this, and the day the days, you know that. The days are very, very short. I mean, it's, it's what is it? It's four o'clock in the afternoon. And it's starting to get dark already. What the hell? Maybe it's this time of year. Maybe you know, so. Maybe it's this time of year. And people are depressed and they need something to, you know, feel better. So we'll throw Harvey Weinstein under a bus. Right, right. Warm their hearts. Sure. And I mean, I mean, how much longer, too, can you milk the Donald Trump-Russia connection? So maybe the media needs something. Are you... A year? Yeah, a <laughs> year. This January. Over a year. <laughs> and and that, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. This whole Russia-Trump conspiracy. Every 
Every nation in the world from the history of mankind has been interfering in, in the leadership squabbles of the nation states around it. This has been going on since time immemorial. Right. All the United States has done for the, with the CIA, the CIA was formed to interfere in other governments' election. What do you call Vietnam? What do you call Korea? What do you call the whole of Latin fucking America since 1960? Exactly. Mother we, of God. We have installed so many dictators and so many politicians. Oh. Right? Oh. You know, the cover of Time oh. Magazine, this, this has been floating around the interwebs, right? Where it says, how the United States helped Boris Yeltsin win the election and all this other stuff. Yes, <laughs> I mean, these, the, the government of the United States has been manipulating elections in other countries since its existence almost. But oh my God, somebody from Russia tweets a Donald Trump tweet and all hell breaks loose. Ah. Uh. It's all they had, you know. No, it's all that's they like, had. That, they lost. That's they never had a plan. And right. they woke up on November 9th and went, what the, the fuck do we do now? <laughs> oh. it's, like the, it's like the mayor of Hiroshima. What the fuck was that? You know? <laughs> Boom. Oh. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, when the only thing you can... When you, the only things you can throw at Donald Trump are Hitler pussy grabbing and the russians i mean you can't have much to go with and you know, as i've said plenty of times before anybody with half a brain can actually find legitimate philosophical economic political disagreements with donald trump and the fact that those three things are the only things that the social justice warriors can come up with tells you that they have absolutely nothing and there's plenty of trump has plenty of flaws but the fact that the social justice warrior group and the Hillary people can't even actually locate any of those flaws does not speak well for their intelligence. <laughs> well, let's 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 not do it for them. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, here's the other thing. I, I think I think. Yeah, go on, go on. Here's go the on, other thing I found humorous. Back to the George Tiki Taki Tuki, is I yeah. read the little allegation the person made. And which, which was also interesting because I tried to look up this model. This model, whoever he is, doesn't even have a Wikipedia entry, which is why I think maybe he just wants some free publicity because apparently he's a no one. But in his accusation, he's talking about how George Tiki Taki Tuki grabbed his crotch. And I'm thinking, wait, is this the same George who is talking to, about Donald Trump grabbing pussy? And now George is running around. We find out he grabs crotches. I just thought that was insanely humorous. That's and, that, that's great, and, and it, once it's, again it's, it's shows classic, that they just project, right? Oh my God, Donald Trump grabbed the crotch. Yeah, it's classic projection. Well, the whole the whole Trump Russia thing was classic projection from the Hillary camp. What can we do now? Let, let's fuck. It's, it's November 9th. We've woke up to a nightmare. We better accuse him of something. Oh, what did we do? Well, you know, we colluded with the Russians. We sold off 25% of the U.S.'s uranium reserves <laughs> to them. So, yeah, let's see. What have, what, have, yeah. what have we got on him? Oh, there's this, there's this tweet. And maybe his son-in-law met with someone. Fuck. Oh. Ugh. By the way, by the way, that yes. was the thing I was going to say about the weakness of Trump. 
If I was going to say his biggest weakness, it's his family. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or what's his? What is his daughter doing on all of? The, look, she's hot. Okay? I was going to say she's love, hot. That's what she's doing. I love. I love Trump's daughter. Okay. I, 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 I would like to love Trump's daughter. I know you would. What you love? Yeah. Uh, a long time. <laughs> but what's she doing? Involved in government process? What? 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 What is this? Why is she involved in government processes? I don't understand. It's got, you know, but you know what? Maybe at the same time, what the hell? I mean, you can't do any worse than the people that you've, who are supposed to be there officially. I mean, uh, I I tell you what, we're getting to the end of 2017. And at the start of this year, we had, we were fresh off Trump's election victory in, in the November last year. And a bunch of other stuff like Brexit and that sort of thing. And, and I just said, I, I remember saying on a podcast or on an article, I said, 2017 is going to be our year. It's going to be the year of, of, of the unlimited victories. And it's been a great year. It really has. But now it's starting to wind up. Crazy shit's happening. Crazy, crazy shit. It's just like, maybe this is like, it's all, you know, all these guys that were screaming at the sky the other night for the year anniversary of Trump's election. Did you see that one? No. I, I've seen almost all the SJWs. All the SJWs went out apparently and screamed at the sky. Really, in public. So that's the, the impotent rage. Yeah, that, that's, but it's just like it's like fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that I know. That, that. I, I have a phrase for that, which you can feel free to use. I came. I came up with this one day. I call it the anger of the sheep. When like the stupid the common the people sheep. who know nothing about anything get angry about things they can't control. It's the anger yeah. of the sheep. That is a classic example. Yeah. Screaming at the sky because Donald Screaming Trump is Screaming at the sky oh, because Trump... I mean, I mean, it's just three more years of this. And of, of course, of course he's going to win 2020. As long as he... Look, all he has to do to, to, to win 2020 mm-hmm. is to go out and pile up a few Lego blocks on top of each other on the Mexican border. <laughs> he's in! <laughs> That's all he needs to do. Just some Lego. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's all he has to do. Oh. He'll be fine. <laughs> speaking oh. of walls. Yes. Speaking of walls. Speaking of walls. This year, this year, the Berlin Wall has been down for longer than it was up. Oh. How about that? Moving right along. <laughs> keep, keep her moving. Keep her moving. Keep her moving. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I was just—I yes. tr- was trying to come up with some funny comment to tie that into the Russians and Donald Trump, but I—I I couldn't come up with anything fast enough. You, you had nothing. You had nothing. I had nothing. Um, yeah. I was like a social so, justice um, warrior. I had nothing. You got nothing. Oh, uh, no, we, uh, social justice warriors, they have lots of things. None of it makes any sense, but well, they, they have lots and lots of things. Do. Anyway, do you want to hear about, do you want to hear about, do you want to hear, this is a rhetorical question, obviously. Uh, do you want to hear about my cure for November angst? Absolutely. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you, do you sometimes get depressed at this time of year, you know, darkness and cold and, you know, darkness and cold, that sort of thing? Cold, leaves, darkness. The leaves of, I mean... 
The only good thing about autumn is the leaves fall off the trees and look pretty for like a day and a half. Oh, by the way, there was a thing the other this morning in the New York uh, Times, and apparently global warming is going to uh, fuck with uh, with um, autumn leaves changing colour. Oh, really? They're not going to yeah. change colour anymore? Or... Well, they know they are, but not in the same way. Oh, my God. No. Global warming. Global warming. Global warming. Global warming. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is my cure for uh, November angst. Okay. Okay. Yeah, ready. Are you writing? Are you writing? Are you writing? I am. I, I have a pen in my hand. Okay. Good. 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 All right. First of all, you get one orange, and you cut it in half. Are you with me so far? Yes. Cut the orange in half. Yeah. Right, then you get an apple. Do you have those over there? We have apples. Okay. Good. Good. And uh, like a uh, Granny Smith apple, the green one. We do have Granny Smith. And cut that in half. Cut that in half and put it on the plate next to the cut in half orange. Right. Okay. Then you get a uh, a mandarin. Do you call them mandarins? Yes. Right. Peel a mandarin, a nice, a good mandarin, a juicy mandarin, and sit that uh, next to the uh, half apple and half orange. Okay. All right. Then a small stick of celery. Put that on the plate. And finally, a, 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 just a very small piece of ginger. Okay? Okay. All good so far? Yep. Right. Now throw all that shit in the bin. Okay. <laughs> and then you need to do this. <clears throat> Open a nice glass bottle of Prosecco, <laughs> which I just did then. Proceed to pour liberally into very large wine glass. By the way, initially you never ever use that. They never drink bubbly out of you know the the champagne flutes, the yes. really the really tall thin ones. Yep. It's always like in a big burg red wine burgundy glass. You know, mm. no one drinks it out of those fucking things. And because I've got to be honest with you, I'm it's it's four o'clock in the afternoon here at the moment on Monday, and. I always have an article up every day on my blog. It's, it's one of the things that I do. Every day you can click on my blog and there'll be something there. And today, today I've, got, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. And I was feeling the November blues, in fact. And so when Cappy was like, oh, do you want to do this podcast? I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then I thought, no. No, 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 we can cure the November blues. So here I go. Uh, to the November blues. November angst. Oh, that's excellent. So there you go. And just like that, you're feeling better already, aren't you? Oh, I am actually. <laughs> <laughs> it may not be sunshiny outside, but it's sunshiny inside. It's sunshiny inside. It's a nice Prosecco, this one, too. Very good. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, all right, how, how are we going for time here? Because we need to do um, the you-know-what. We're at 26 minutes. Oh, we got heaps of time. Oh, so much time. Mm. So tell me what, uh, what exciting things have been happening in your life in the, um, the miserable um, communist socialist shithole of Fort Collins. Not sure. I've been working a lot lately, so I haven't seen much of the outside world. It's still just sort of okay. a communist shithole. Right right now, the commies here are trying to get the government 
the city government to provide them with internet instead of our current options, which are Quest and Comcast and whether corporations. But of course, they've decided they have a not just a right to the internet, but a right to high-speed internet, and so they want me to pay for that for them. And thus, I have been harassing them when they come to me. Are you going to vote? Are you? We want to get internet. And I'm like, why don't you pay for your own internet? And the looks of shock and disgust on their faces are totally worth it. Because, I mean, you, you guys in America, you have a thing called food stamps, don't you? We do. So it's like the government pays for your food. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I thought this was only like rationing in like major world wars or something like that. And then the other, the other, the other month I found out about food stamps. I'm like, food stamps? What the hell? Is it World War Two over? Right, yeah. These are the what different kinds of Are you rationing... Stamps. Are you rationing your butter? 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. We'll we'll we will pay for your food if you spent all of your money buying televisions and paying off your credit card debt from your travels and your student loans and stuff. Yeah. In fact, a lot of college so look, adjunct teachers are on food stamps. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> and living in their and, li- and sleeping in their cars and sleeping in their cars, right? <laughs> because but they have a diploma in journalism. <laughs> Uh, journalism! I, I, have, uh, I have a bachelor's degree in journalism and I'm on food stamps. Well. Speak, speaking of bachelor degrees, yes. so Bill Nye, the science guy, oh God. got got crucified on Reddit. He didn't, he didn't ask me anything on Reddit this uh, weekend. I heard about and, that. Uh, and he got crucified because apparently I never, I, never, I, mean, I never know who the hell he was. We, didn't, we never got Bill Nye on our screens. Lucky you. But this, this, his, his, his whole claim to um, tertiary education fame is a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. Yes. He's not even a scientist. Well, yeah, he's like Howard Wolowitz on the Big Bang Theory, you know, but he, he's got a master's. Um, and, and, so, and so this whole science thing used to be a, this used to be a, a stand-up comic routine he did, apparently. Really? It was it was just like taking the pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a back like twenty or twenty five years ago. It was a stand up comic thing. That's, and then he started taking on this science persona, and now he wants to drive science policy. He got he got crucified in this AMA. I mean, absolutely torn to pieces. Mm. It was it was just it was it was uh, well, it was pretty beautiful actually. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, um, and he, he didn't he didn't answer most of them. So here's a question. What are your thoughts on the backlash from Bill Nye Saves the World? And then there's underneath an answer. No way he answers this one. And then, I mean, it's worth a shot, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's definitely worth a shot. It doesn't get answered. Yeah. And he didn't answer. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And the thing is, I think Reddit used to be um, huge supporters of Bill Nye, the science guy. And now, and now, now he's gone the way of, of Hillary Clinton. Now, maybe, I mean... Do you reckon he's next on the list for being accused of, um, you know, groping someone's in their underpants? Oh, God, I hope so. Uh, because if you look at him... Well, I predicted some time ago, I think the guy's a pedophile. And I made oh, sure look, I predicted look. that. I'm waiting for the day when we hear that Bill Nye has been butt-raping eight-year-old boys. So he, that I will he, come he, on my he, podcast and scream about how right I was. Will you will you scream to the sky? I will. No, I will scream to the microphone, which is slightly no, more effective than screaming at the sky. If you look at a photo of him, 
Oh God! He's like the epitome of serial pervert, isn't he? Yes, he. Is. That's my point. You, if how can you look at him and not see serial pervert, as you call it? He just the other thing is that it, it. I think the classic giveaway at, in this day and age mm-hmm. for someone who's either a serial pervert or a serial cuck is is the bow tie. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> It's the bow tie. It's the bow tie. Bill uh, Nye, the bow tie guy. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, and this, 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 I think this is funny that you said that his science thing used to be a comedy routine because the other thing I've been saying about Bill Nye for ages is that he is a clown. And I mean, I mean that he is a clown. Yeah. He is an entertainer. He's not a scientist. He does what he does to entertain people. Which especially, and if you look at the way he talks and how he dresses, you can tell he's aiming his clownness at children. Partially because, of course, children are gullible and they will believe things like global warming. And also because this ties back into the serial molester aspect of it all. The bow tie is just part of the clown outfit. And the whole clown persona is what raises the hair on the back of my neck. It's the, it's the distraction, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's the bait and switch. Right. It's the here I am being the... Because there, there was that song he did about your sex junk or something mm. on his on yes. his new show. Yes, yes. he talks about and, doing and butt stuff. Like, and it's like everyone's looking at this going, what the hell's going on? And I think I think the mask... I think... I think... I think he thought that he was... That he was so... He was so pure and he was so SJW in an SJW world that he could... He could he could literally go as far as he wanted. Right. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And no, he, he thought he far. was untouchable. He thought he was untouchable. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for finishing that. Um, on the AMA, someone said, uh, someone asked him this question. My brother wants to know, why don't electrons collapse toward the positively charged protons in the nucleus of an atom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet that didn't get so, answered. No, it did. Oh, did he copy and paste from Wikipedia? Uh, Let me read you his very brief answer. Magic. Magic. Dot, dot, dot. No, wait. It's the nature of atomic forces. Start by noticing that it must somehow be more complicated than electrons in orbit. If it were that way, they'd spiral into the nucleus and be annihilated. The move in, in inverted commas, orbitals, rather than orbits. If things were any other way, things were... If he's, he's... if here's his last sentence, if things were any other way, things would be different. No. If things were any other way, things would be different. <laughs> well, that's just fucking genius right there, isn't it? If things were any other way, things would be different. <laughs> really? No. Uh, if this. If this if this shirt I was wearing wasn't blue, it'd be any other colour. <laughs> oh. oh, I haven't got to the best bit. I haven't got to the best bit yet. Oh wait, it gets better. <laughs> okay. Then you then you start then you start then you start getting follow up questions to his answer. Follow up question. How do you have a successful 24-year career as a public educator of science without understanding 
one, how electromagnetic fields work, two, that electron capture and annihilation are different processes requiring different particles. And that was just the start, because his answer was wrong. He copied and pasted from the wrong thing. <laughs> That's why you don't copy and paste from the first thing that comes no. up on Google. Right. No, no, especially, so never copy and paste if you don't understand the subject. Oh, my gosh. You, you can copy and paste if you understand what needs to be copied and pasted. Right. <laughs> well. Oh, dear. You yeah. know, I think really, though, let's be honest, Adam. All of this AMA building, this is all a smokescreen. The reason he was roasted so much on Reddit was because of the Russians. I'm pretty sure those were all <laughs> Russian hackers asking him those questions. Um, if, look... If that if that wasn't the case, uh, it certainly will be the case um, when when uh, we find out about the Russians tomorrow. It, it, oh, we're going to find it, out tomorrow. It, it, yeah, it's like uh, it's like when uh, there was. Did you see the the meme go out last week? There was a photo of Hillary Hillary Clinton. It was like I'm really really sad at the at the tragic death of my good friend Donna Brazil tomorrow. <laughs> well. She knew when she had scheduled his assassination. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting, the whole Donna Brazil thing, isn't it? I mean, there's so much happening. I Donna, suppose Donna I, have, I have no idea what this even is. Who is this person? What? No, I told Donna you, Bra I don't look at the media. I haven't seen news in like three weeks. I have no idea what, what's where, happening. What have, you, what have you been doing? Working podcasting and getting rejected by girls primarily and none of those involved took, looking at the internet by by the way i uh i had to take you off my blog roll yeah i i had to i had you on the manosphere blog roll uh -huh. the, down the bottom yes and i had to i had to stick you in the main one okay because for this reason okay. <laughs> you, you can just tell me don't worry about my feelings it's all good no, no, that you can't get girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't disagree with that. I've been saying that for I've been saying that for ages. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, given my success rate with women, I can't consider myself a member of the manosphere. Manosphere no, is for some reason. You know, and then and then I did this post this week on blue balls and you know what you have to do to get girls. I'm I like, read that. That was a good one. Thank you. And, and it was like, oh, you know, and then the thing, I'm like, oh, just look at my Manosphere bloggers, and they're all the ones who talk about how to get girls. And then I glanced, and I was like, what's a cynical what's, libertarian doing this bastard doing here? He hasn't had sex since he came out of the vagina. Jeez. That's exactly right. Yeah, so that was the last time you saw a vagina, yeah? So, uh, <laughs> so, look, I'm sorry about that. I had to move you around. You're still on the roll. No, no, it's, it's um, all good. It's all good. I you're completely just, you're just understand. With Roy, Roycey and, 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 you know, all the other guys. Well, so, quite honestly, yeah. I, I saw where you had me, and I had the same thought. I'm like, why am I in the Manosphere section? <laughs> what is I, going I on had, here? But I didn't want I to say anything, because I was going to take what I, I take whatever I can get, man. So I'm like, all right, I'm well, going to go. Well, 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 within reason. well, that's true. I, I don't well, take fat So jokes, Are you going to take the that... The stuff that I said in that article, and, and like maybe you know apply it a little bit and see if your um, if your results change somewhat in the old girlfriend. No, 
I'm, um, I'm, trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you said in the article. I I read it and it was good. That doesn't mean I remember it. All right. Okay. Well, basically, let me let me go back to it because I don't remember what I said. Either. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh man, man, I had uh, I had because um, I get a lot of my a lot of my articles get cross posted on a. Um, an Australian site called XYZ Magazine. It's an online magazine. Mm-hmm. And they, they reposted some of my stuff a few weeks ago um, that they from over a year ago. And I was reading it going, wow, this is, this is good. <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. Who wrote this? I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, that was me. I was like, oh, fucking hell. So right. I had to read back through it. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a good point. I f- you know, I, I say all this stuff and I write all that down. I, I completely forget it. Yes. Like, people, people come to me like, oh, that thing you said, blah, blah, blah. I was like, did I? What? Oh, you know, you did that podcast and you said, did I? Yeah, yes. I mean, I could be doing podcasts. I could have done an episode like a year ago and then I could do an episode next week that totally contradicts what I said a year ago because I've got no idea what I said. Right. No, same no. here. I'll, I'll get comments or stuff. You said such and such or somebody will just, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I did this podcast. Yeah. Well, basically any podcast I did any time in the past, I don't remember what I said when I said it. Oh. It's like, if, if you're going to, yeah, like put some context for it. Cause I have no idea what I've said. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you know, I mean, public intellectuals, I mean, the only, the only public intellectual I actually uh, really followed back in the day was Christopher Hitchens because he was so entertaining. I didn't gr- agree with all of his stuff. All of his stuff was crap. Right. But um, his mind was razor sharp. I mean, like, someone would say, oh, you said this in, you know, 1973. He went, no, I didn't. I said this. And I'd be like, whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> and this would be like in a live interview or something. Nice. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't, cut, he hasn't cut, copied and pasted. Right, right. <laughs> it's a live interview. And it's just like, how do you do that? Although, anyway, I, I, knew, I, knew, I, I think yeah. I think part of that, though, is if, and he probably falls in this category, and I think you and I and Cappy all probably fall in this category, along with a lot of other people, the things that we do say or that we do write, we're not just pulling them out of our ass in the moment based on emotions and current events, right? I mean, we... I think we consistently say the True. same things over and over. So it's like, you know, when you're always telling the truth, you kind of don't have to remember exactly what you said because you sort of know what you've said. Like if someone comes to me and they say, well, on your podcast 10 years ago, you said such and such. I like, I know where I was 10 years ago and it's like, okay, yeah, I probably did say that back then, but now that I think that's bullshit and I was wrong or whatever. Yeah, and so I think we hmm. do, we have an idea of what we've said in the past just because we are consistently consistent. Because if we weren't consistent, we'd be inconsistent. Hey, look, I'm a science guy now. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you find that extraordinary when people say to you, oh, you said this 10 years ago, uh, but now you've changed your mind. How can you possibly do that? Do you just, do you, do you just look at them with like a blank stare of... of you know, you know what I mean. Yes. I, I used to, I used, I used to hold X opinion ten years ago when I was ten years younger and ten years dumber. Right. And now I hold Y opinion because you know I've learnt from the world. But it's like statists and SJWs form all of their opinions at the age of four. Yes. And then 
and they're not allowed to change them. No, I completely because agree. Because change... And they, and they and they can't they can't comprehend the fact that uh, that you would like uh, revise your opinion on something. No, no, it's absolutely true. This is another of my ongoing talking points: is that yes, these people they develop this worldview when they're young, and then they never change it. They're stuck in the same worldview they had when they're eight years old. Because like I have a right to free health care. You know, I have a right to free food. I have a right to people not hurting my feelings. I mean, this is the worldview of an eight-year-old child, and they've never grown out of it, which is what really kills me when people find out I'm a libertarian, anarchist type. They'll say, well, that's you're just immature. You're just selfish. One day you're going to grow up and stop being that way. I'm like, yes, one day I'm going to grow out of being responsible and self-sufficient and all this other stuff, right? But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They don't, they get stuck in one place and stay there for their entire lives. I gotta say, just being the devil's advocate here, uh, that being libertarian is, as a pure libertarian worldview, um, and I know you don't have that, yeah, but a pure libertarian worldview is, uh, is kind of the same, I'd say, in the childhood, I want it to be this way, put my hands over my ears and nada, nada, nada to the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, when... And there's always the problem, too, that we've reached the point where the word libertarian means nothing anymore because a lot of people who claim they're libertarians are really social justice warriors. But... I, I don't really. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't disagree with you. I'm just li- trying to think of concrete definitions here or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, all right. SJWs is the, will agree that that's the philosophy of children. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I want I want my um, I want my internet paid for. I deserve my internet to be paid for. Um, so um, great one. You now have the responsibility uh, to pay for my internet. Um, combined with obviously virtue signaling, and then looking down on you at the same time. Yes. At the same time that you do that for being for being you know the the, the straight white male piece of shit that you actually actually are. Right. Um, so that's that that's liberalism or leftoidism, I suppose. Yes. Uh, someone someone said a comment on my blog about it recently. Uh, something about spoiled children throwing tantrums um, in an adult life, basically. Is what is what liberal liberals are, but libertarians are kind of like almost almost the just a, a, a different facet of the same coin, you know, um, in the sense of put your hands over your ears and I want I want to be able to do whatever I want, notwithstanding the realities of of what I find around me at this moment. You know what I mean? It's just like I, I, want, to be, I want to be free to do whatever I want, and I can suffer the consequences and blah 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 blah. Uh, and it's like there's, there's no point in human history that's worked, ever, at all, I don't think. And so I find I find it very not childlike, but maybe a little bit a little bit head in the clouds. Am I upsetting you? I'm going to go scream at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not upsetting me. 
I mean... The only way you can have libertarianism is on the back of another political system that has enabled the libertarianism to exist in the first place. You can't go out and have a whole political system and, and a nation based on libertarianism. It just doesn't work. Well, okay, but see, if you're also talking about, and th this is where the definitions show up, I mean, libertarianism is actually minarchism. There are no libertarians who actually want to get rid of the government. Libertarians, real libertarians, are minarchists. They just want of the a government. minimized government. And, I mean, when you, the, the whole historical argument, this has never worked in history. I mean, the two counter-arguments I put forth to that is that, first of all, there have been societies that don't have expansive governments controlling everybody's lives. The thing is, we don't really know about them because history, such as it is, history such as is written, is typically the history of the actions of the government. Right? What is history? Well, the Great Depression and the wars and all this other shit. If you don't have a government, don't you don't really have a history. The other aspect of this is that, okay, hang on, hang on, hold on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, go ahead. Go hang ahead. On. I don't think you're, if you're arguing against libertarianism, that means you, by default, are arguing for uh, a government who's looking after every aspect of your life. It's just like, it's just like one extreme to the other. Well, no, I agree. It? If you're arguing against libertarianism, sure, you're not arguing that. I concur. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing for statism. I'm just saying that, yeah, I'd like to have small government too. I think Singapore is the best modern example of as close as you get to a libertarian, except that, except that they've done stuff like um, outlaw chewing gum. You can't buy chewing gum in, in Singapore. Hmm. Why? Because, you know, I know why. If I walk down the street here in the lovely cobblestone streets here in, here in Holland, all of the streets are, are completely disfigured with all these dark splotches. All these splotches are chewing gum. That are, that are going to be there for centuries. <laughs> you just Lovely. can't get it off. Ugh. You know? I, yes. And you, you walk, well, that's, that's the same in Australia. I'm pretty sure it's the same in America. You know, I get why they're doing it. And they're saying, look, we're, we're, we're spending the money for these streets. Rah, 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 rah. We don't want to just figure by chewing gum and we're going we're gonna to say it's banned and you can't have it. Uh, it's just like, you, you need to, I think Singapore's a great example of it's close to a libertarian capitalist society as you can get at the moment. Um, but you still have to have some rules there, whether everyone agree with them or not, because total agreement, of course, is is another fantasy. Isn't right. It? Oh no. I, yeah. You can't. You're never going to have total agreement. No. And I always think your job as a politician. If I was a politician, because mm -hmm. today's politicians are completely terrified of opinion polls and any bad publicity. Rah, 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 rah. Except for the first politician in decades came along and loved bad publicity and loved crappy opinion polls and that was Donald Trump. Right. And the reason is if you're not pissing off someone, then you're not doing anything, are you? Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just like if you've got if you're pissing off forty nine percent of the electorate, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they probably that's should right. be pissed off. They should be pissed off. Look at my house a politician should be like as long as I I'll I'll aim to piss off forty nine percent of them. Maybe even 49.5 if I'm really riding on my coat hangers out there, you know? <laughs> but, but, I want, I want 51%, 51% of this, of this electorate absolutely worshipping the ground I walk on. 
that's that's all you need to do. And right. it means you're making decisions. You're making decisions that need to be made. Because because libertarians won't make them. You can barely make any... We've got a libertarian guy in parliament in Australia called uh, David Lundgren, Democrat senator, mm-hmm. liberal Democrat, oh, libertarian, I don't know. He's libertarian. He does all these speeches. He writes all these articles. He's been in parliament for donkey's years. He hasn't done fucking shit. Nothing. Nothing. He's like your Rand Paul guy. Nothing. 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 nothing nada. Which in a way is and good. Trump- Go- government is its best when it's not doing anything most of the time because most of the things the government will do are fucked up. So, yeah, you know, sometimes that's a good thing if that they don't do anything. That's what you're saying is true if the position of government when it was inherited, that you inherited it, was, net, was, was innocuous. But with the fact of, of what we have today in government, you need to have someone to go in there and just rip it all apart, don't you? Yes. You know? Certainly. What was the... The first thing that Trump does did was like, if you pass a law, then we've got a, a new regulation, then we've got to get rid of what was it, two or three or something, off the books or something like that. Brilliant, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Sorry, I interrupted you, and now you've lost your train of thought. I, I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. No, I did. I did do it. Yeah, good job. Good job. Yes. Thanks. No problem. Shall we do the sponsors? Let's do it. All right. Um, so we've got, oh, so, all right, so if everyone knows, uh, the great one and I have not been set a sponsor list this time by Cappy, and before we started recording, we were debating on whether or not, uh, we should actually do the sponsors list, because, you know, he neglected to tell us about it, um, but I, I felt, I felt some some sense of moral, you know, um, obligation, response, responsibility. Okay. Because, you know, it's, you have to do it. So we've got, we've got Cappy's, uh, sponsor list from September. Um, now as, as I remember this correctly, I read out the first one last time and did a pretty good job of it. In fact, I'd even give myself seven and a half out of 10. For the effort that I did. Well, right. So So this time So what you're trying to say is that my ass is smaller than yours, right? So you want me to start off. <clears throat> I want to see how good you are. Yes. Alright. Businessbuyeradvantage.com. In order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in business for yourself. It's faster, cheaper, easier, and less risky to buy an already successful business than it is to try to do a startup. Access tons of free information about how to buy or sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see and want to go deeper by take <laughs> deeper. <clears throat> That's what she said. If you like what you see and want to go <laughs> That sounds like something a woman would say to Harvey Weinstein. If you like what you see and you want to go deeper, by taking the business advisor business buyer advantage online course, use the discount code Clary to get a special price. Buy a Five business. out of ten. Five out of ten. Yeah. Five yeah. out of ten. You know. I, that's, that's, you lost it on the last line. You lost it on the last I line. I did. It's cold reading. I didn't practice this one. Sally was selling seashells by the seashore. I should have read this instead as my warm up. 
He was doing that, by the way, everyone. He was like walking around saying, Sally sells seashells by the seashore. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you doing? Vocal warm ups. I'm a theater person. We're weird. Gay. All right. <laughs> um... That's another word for it. <laughs> manly men doing manly things. Um... You know, it is okay, a little frightening. I was working at the theater this last week, and people think this doesn't happen, but we were in there working, and suddenly someone just bust out singing a song, and the rest of us joined in. So those of you who watch musicals and go, nobody in real life just bust off into a song in the middle of conversation. No, actually, theater people do that. It's terrifying and fun all at the same so time. So they, do they all think you're an SJW? Like mm -hmm. a fellow SJW? Yeah, probably. Just because I don't really spew politics at work, because that's just I just I don't. You know, just yeah, I, you no, I, I'm just I'm not with, there with to everyone do, else. Yeah, I'm just not there to do politics. But I also never agree with them. But it is hilarious to the shit that I overhear. Somebody was whining, in fact, this week about how terrible it is that we live in a world where people can just take guns anywhere they want unless there's a sign that says you're not allowed to have a gun. And I'm thinking, Ugh, well, when you get shot in a mass shooting, don't expect any sympathy from me. It's like that. These are the sort of people who are like, uh, if there's no law against it, it doesn't mean you can do it because we haven't specified that you're allowed to do it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, they're definitely yeah. In, in that crowd. Crowd. So what um, what song did you burst into? Oh, I'm intrigued. It was it was something from some musical that I I don't even remember. It's like podcasting. Really? I don't remember what uh, happened. I reckon you do remember. You just don't want to say. Yeah. Okay, uh, back to the uh, back to the move her on. All right, keep her moving. Keep her moving. Um, keep her moving, dear guy. Um, Captain Capitalism is on Praxi, which is a way to call, you can contact the captain directly unless you just call him up on Praxi and you'll get charged like a 1-800 number. One eight, I think the numbers for, for captain is 1-800-6969-96 because he's a little bit confused. Um, and uh, you'll get charged, like I don't know how, many charge, how much he charges per minute. And I was going to do this, by the way, because the Praxi guy also contacted me, and I thought it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Except I have a Nokia um, S phone from nineteen from two thousand and seven. Mm. So I told him that too. I said I really like I really like this idea you've got. People can call me up because I get I got I got I got three emails yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Two of which weren't two of which weren't abusive. <laughs> and whoa. Yeah, I know. Two of which weren't abusive. It was amazing. And, you know, asking, asking information about... One was asking information about girls. One was asking information about, you know, moving to Australia. It was just, just like, I should do the same thing as well. Look, if you want to take my, up my time and, my, and get valuable experience off me, well, then, you know, you've got to pay for it. Like, and you can do that. You can call a captain directly and, you know, and do that. But uh, I can't do that because I don't have one of those phones. I don't. I don't. And I, I don't think I'll ever will. Have one of those phones. So there you go. Uh, what else have we got underneath that safety dock? Is it? I, now look, I'm on. Ca is that like the safety dance? I don't know. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Cappy's site. 
CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com, uh, but everyone here should probably yeah. know that. Oh, if you're listening to this, you know what this site is. But I can't see anything about Safety Doc. I don't know what this one is. I didn't know what it was. I don't in think September. we knew last time. No. And um, and I, I, I oh here we go. We've got an actual sponsor list. Here we go. Sponsors. Um, mm. Glorious hat's still on there. Hang on. I thought, Glo- I thought Aren't they all finished? Oh, I think that's out of date. Uh, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Um, <laughs> entrepreneurs and cars. I don't know what that is. Well, they're entrepreneurs uh, no, and they're in cars. I don't know. Is that, is that like comedians in cars drinking coffee? Yes. Okay. Uh, nose hair trimmers. Uh, this is an Amazon affiliate program. You can buy a nose hair trimmer through Cappy's Amazon affiliate. Um, nose hair trimmers are extremely important, young men out there. Uh, I'm a I'm a big general hygiene guy. I always have been. Uh, girls, girls, girls are big on guys with good general hygiene, and nose hair clippers is one of the things that'll really help you out there. They know if you're trimming the nose, then you might be, you know, keeping other areas clean, and they're more likely to bump uglies with you. <laughs> or clean you know? those areas for you. Have a shag, yes. as we say in Australia. Mm. Yeah. Um, play hide the sausage. <laughs> Visit your casting couch. Visit your casting couch. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Harvey Weinstein uses nose hair trimmers. Nose hair trimmers brought to you by uh, <laughs> Weinstein. Weinstein nose hair trimmers. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Let me get a photo up of uh, Harvey Weinstein here. Let's see if I can get a close up. I <laughs> uh, look, you, you put it. Hi, look, I put in H A R, and it was it's... Harvey Weinstein. Google, Google knows who he is. Google knows. All right. Oh. Let's have a look. Ah, oh, he's got a very big nose. Just saying. Uh, you know what they say about not... men with big noses and casting couches. Yeah. He's not a very attractive man, is he? No, he's not. And he's. He's got this like four-day growth thing all the time. Like either either have a beard or shave, you know. It was cool for about five minutes when Andre Agassi did it in 1987. That's it. It's not cool. He's a very unattractive man. No wonder he needed to get in the film business. And all of his photos, he's got the same sneer on it. Like, yeah, you know it, bitching. <laughs> the I'm better yeah, than I you sneer. Oh, I'm better than you sneer. Um, all right, we've got um, some of Cappy's books, Reconnaissance Man. Cappy did a um, Cappy did a video about this this week. Uh, I actually do ke- check out Cappy's videos, and he did one called Canadian Reconnaissance Man. Uh, an underpaid Canadian has the opportunity to go recon for free with his brother in America. Is it worth ditching his shitty job? Hell yes, yes. says Cappy. So. <laughs> So I bet that that's... Cammy uh, had some good ones this week. He had a good one too where he just abused the fuck out of some guy. And this was like a, a request. And it's it's the request. Stop being a pussy and grow the fuck up. Uh, Cappy has no patience for a 25-year-old whining about his life and inability to pass college courses. <laughs> <laughs> As he should not. Oh, uh, he, but no, he should. He gets paid for it. He set up... He set this consultancy business up where he can pay 
to tell you that you're a useless piece of shit. Yeah. I think it's pure genius. It is pure genius. I, really, I, really, I actually think it's one of the genius moves of the internet. I really do. I wish I'd thought about it. I wish I'd thought of it too. Yeah, it's brilliant. If we did it and went in a competition with him, do you think he'd be upset? Because he believes in capitalism, right? Yeah. No, if anything, I think he'd hire us. He should hire us, shouldn't he? We should. Yeah, he should. All right, so what will be your area of expertise? Um, fag theater um, production, off-the-cuff singing events? Possibly. Not girls. <laughs> I will, I, my area of expertise will not be picking up girls. Ah. We, we can establish that much. What about dealing with SJWs in the workplace and you don't want to out yourself as an SJW? You'd be pretty good at that. Yeah, I could, I could do that. I mean, you... you you work in an SJW infested industry, don't you? Oh, it's excruciatingly SJW infested. Although, because I was in the theater business, I was in the theater business twenty five, thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and and I was young, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I got out, and I, and I was I was getting all these acting awards, and so I was like, "Fuck this, man! These people, are, these people are just. It's not. A, it's not that they're fucked up. Like, okay." Well, the men they are, are the but... biggest, in general, are the biggest bunch of pussies you're ever going to meet. How they are able to then go and play action heroes on the screen is completely beyond me. And the women are so fucked up. Yes. So fucked up. Absolutely. I think, I think the, most, the most dangerous ones were the five foot four brunettes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Skinny, skinny, five foot four brunettes in the theatre business. Be terrified, like like the chick Winona Ryder played on the on the the Black Swan. Oh no, it wasn't Winona Ryder. Whoever it was, that that ballet thing. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, so that that could be your, your area of expertise. You know. Yeah. No. Dealing dealing brunettes. with SJWs and insane people in the workplace. I've I've spent a lifetime doing that. Yeah. Mm. Negotiating the complicated uh, uh, hurdles and pitfalls, because you know your professional life depends on it these days, doesn't it? Exactly, and that's why ultimately the best advice is the same thing Cappy tells people: is create your own business where the only employee is you. Which mm. is, is you know I write with him on that. That's always where I think everyone should be aiming. I think there's you know which is what which is. Which is what I'm trying to do here since I moved to Holland. Like, you had a bit of a low dig at me before and you sat unemployed. And, you know, I went and I... I sh- when you said that, I wasn't too upset. I shot I shot the cat. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't shoot the cat. I threw it out of a fifth floor window. Um, and I did some other things as well. But, but in all honesty, what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to set myself up so I'm not... I'm not I'm not dependent. So you're not no. employed and can get away with it. No. Yeah. I mean, no, unemployed yeah. is not necessarily an insult. I mean, there's a lot of days I miss when I was unemployed. So, yeah, being unemployed, being not in a cubicle, being not a slave to, you know, it, it, mm. yeah, it's like mm. that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, All I've you been, have to do is make sure you, you've got an income at the same time exactly. as you're unemployed. Yeah. And, and also, not provided by the And also state. save up some money. I mean, I've been unemployed twice in my life, and both times... It's been great because everything that came after this period of unemployment where I had an entire, you know, every 24 hours of free time, everything that came after those two periods has been better than what was before. 
Was that because of the uh, introspection that being unemployed allowed you and, uh, and, the, and the, the rocks that you looked peered under and the work that you did on yourself? Or was it just the drugs? Mostly the drugs. The introspection no. helped, but also just having the free time to do other shit. You know, like the, the short, short version of the last story is when I got laid off from the place I was, it was having that free time that allowed me to get employed in theater and events to the point that I could actually make a living. Right, because those aren't really things where you go and you just get a full-time job right off the bat. You have to go in, you have to prove you're competent, you have to show up, you have to work a lot of shitty hours and all this other stuff. If you have a quote-unquote real job, you can't do that. But having all this free yeah. time allowed me to break into the industry, become known locally for people to say, I know what the fuck I'm doing. And you know, now we're at the point where I'm not going to see another day off for like the next five weeks because... I have people wanting me and I'm turning down job offers because I can't do them all. And it took nice. that period of unemployment for me to get that point where I can now pick and choose my gigs. So you're, you're backstage set up, that sort of stuff, aren't you? Correct. Well, you can't say, because, right, okay, okay. That's a, that's a backstage, good backstage setup, guys. Light, good lighting, guys. That's, uh, that's very important, hard to find, too. It is, because, yeah, I know, because there's a lot of incompetent people around me doing the same thing, which has helped me out significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they, are they, are they the people who are asking for the, the free internets? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, of course, there's no, um, no correlation there. No. <laughs> no, no correlation. <laughs> Let's see, people who suck man. at their jobs also want free stuff. Yeah, couldn't possibly it's, it's, be correlation. It's like that, that article that Kevin did the other day on uh, these, these are the same sort, sort of people who are angry when companies make a profit. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just like, what, what, what part of, you know, put, and you know, this actually gets me really mad in a sense because I was, I did have small businesses in the past and I, I know, man, you have, you have sleepless nights as a small business owner. Yeah. Like, you, you have your ass way out over the line over the fire there's this uh there's this kind of this reality mini reality show that airs here in holland it's an american one called the investor yeah i think that's the name of it and this guy goes around and he, he invests in businesses or he doesn't depending on how fucked up they are and how many problems that they have and there was this there was this episode the other week that i caught where it was a woman in Los Angeles with a popcorn making business, but she had really great popcorn. It tasted really, and she had a gig at, at Disney as well as other stuff, but she was, she was completely disorganized. It was all fucked up, blah, 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 blah. Employees, she had about, I don't know, half a dozen employees or something like that. Anyway, anyway, he, he, he wanted to invest. They went through the thing. He pulled out in the episode, and then he did a follow-up. He went back a year later because of the episode. She lost the contract to Disney because they were like, "You're Ouch. fucked up." When, when, yeah, we're not renewing this contract. But then she, 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 she looked harder. To, she turned it around. She looked harder at herself. She looked hmm. harder at her own weaknesses. She evaluated herself, and he came back and did a follow-up, and then ended up investing with her because of the changes that she'd made. And he was really tough. Like she wanted to give him ten for a fifty thousand dollar investment. She wanted to give him ten percent. In the end, he got forty percent and a cut on every bag of popcorn sold. 
I mean, he's not doing her any favours. Yeah. But um, it, it's the emotion. I mean, the emotion that the woman had. You can see the emotional pain she's going through, how hard it is. And these fuckheads who can't even turn up to a job that someone else like her is paying to do them and do it right. These are the same fuckheads who go around screaming that companies couldn't, shouldn't have profits. And they've never, they've never taken a risk in their life. They've never, they are literally parasites. And are these, these, these guys that you're working with in the theatre industry who are doing the, not doing the job properly, are they, are they subcontractors or are they, or are they employed by someone else? They are, generally speaking, no, they're all, they're, they're employed by the theater or, well, it's a little of both. Most of the ones at the theater are employed by the theater. At the event company, we have people we employ, but then, yeah, we do a lot of subcontracting also. So people who work for other people. And then a, a large number of them are union because the th theater is unionized. And oh, no. although the theater I work at is not unionized, but there are theater unions and there is a branch of the theater union here in town, which does a lot of events at places around here. And thus, sometimes we will be working with the union or we have the union working for us, which is always fun for me when I, my company, is contracting the union and all these people I know are coming in and they work for me and I'm like, uh, no, get your ass over there and do that. You're working for me right now. But mm. yeah, the union, of course, obviously is filled with mostly lefties. Oh, I don't think there'd be anyone in a, in a union anywhere in the world who wasn't a lefty. The very, the, I mean, the, the unions as an organism are socialism. Yes. Aren't they? Yeah. I mean, there, there are a couple so, of the union members who are smarter than the average bear and can actually have intelligent conversations. But yes, most of them are just lefty as fuck. All right. But the ones that are smarter than the average bear and have, are they still going out and voting for Hillary Clinton? You know, probably. But that's another thing. Of the theater people I work with, there's two kinds of people. <laughs> there's two yeah. kinds of people. There's the people who two kinds of people in this world, Grandma. <laughs> Sorry. There's there's the ones who talk about politics, and they're yeah. all leftist. And then there's a couple of us that I've never heard talk about politics. And right. so it's like, okay, I'm not gonna say they're Republicans, but when the political conversations start, they either walk away or they don't even engage. It's, which is the same as what you do. Right, it's just the same as what I do, which is why I'm like, okay, I think there's a few people who may not be Hillary Clinton voters. Like, the, there's one girl I work with, she conceal carries, and her gun, when she comes to the theater, she has to leave her gun in the car. When she's done, she walks outside, goes to her car, and the gun goes right back. You know, and when this gun conversation started up, she just walked away. Right. Nice. So I think maybe she is she cute. Is she cute? No. Uh, Not even remotely. She's also a single mother. Oh. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Oh, theater uh, is filled with single mothers. That goes back to really? the, Oh God, that goes back to the women are screwed up. Oh, it is. It is loaded with single mothers. Did you see that uh, photo that I posted last week? Um, White Knights Rejoice. Yes. Uh, Princess Away. 
Oh boy. For those, for, the, for those of you, for those of you who, who, for those of you who didn't catch it on my blog, and why didn't you catch it on my blog? Come on, I, I look, I'm allowed to doing this podcast for Cappy. I'm allowed to to spruik my own stuff. Absolutely. So, pushing rubber, pushing rubber downhill.com or Adam Piggott, P I double G O double T. I post an article every day, but sometimes not on Sundays. So six days a week guaranteed, except on Monday when I'm having the depressions and I haven't drunk the Prosecco yet. And and this was a doozy. So I got this photo. Uh, we've got a, uh, a selfie, and you can't see a face. It's from the nose down, but I don't think you'd want to see a face. And she looks like she's about six months pregnant. <laughs> well, she is six months pregnant. With a big mound there. And this is, and this is off... This is off, is it Tinder? I think it's Tinder. I think that was a Tinder yeah. photo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never been on Tinder, so I don't know. But here's what she says. I'm 22, single mum of my almost one-year-old daughter, Eleanor, almost six months pregnant with my second daughter, Nevea. By the way, Nevea is heaven spelt backwards. Oh, God. And two... Ah, you're a fucking clock. <laughs> Keep her moving. Just keep talking. It's fine. Keep her, keep, keep her moving. All right. Uh, single mum, almost one-year-old daughter, Eleanor, almost six months pregnant with my second daughter, Nevaeh, and two worthless baby daddies, smiley face. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Pregnant girls are fun. Wink. I'm just looking for someone loyal, trustworthy, caring, and show me what it's like to bed treated like a queen. Uh, I don't just want a relationship. I'm looking to find someone to finally settle down with. I'm done with these little ass boys. Hit me up. And then she's got a face blowing a love heart. I mean, I mean, she must have them lighting. She must have them lighting up down the street. Lighting up down the street. So, as I said, as I said on my post, White Knights, if you don't go to the rescue and shack up with this chick immediately, then you're a bunch of hypocrites. Oh, hypocrites. Hypocrites. There she is. She's ready and waiting. Oh. One month old daughter and six months, six months knocked up. Oh. <laughs> what more do you want? Oh, it's brilliant. 50, oh. 50 years of feminism. That's yes. what that is. That's it. <laughs> I, should, I should forward that to all those guys in the men's group that I attended. I bet some of them would be willing you- to rush out better. I'll dude, marry dude, you. You should. Oh God. No, dude, really, you should. I should. You should. Why don't you? I don't know. Why don't I? Hmm. Let me Why write, don't you? Let me write that down. There's no what's reason. What's the? Not to. What's the downside? Uh, ooh, they might not let me ever come back. Okay. What's <laughs> what's the what's, downside? Well, like once again, what's the downside? You know. <laughs> But more to the point, what are the potential upsides? Think of the copy you could get out of this. Ooh. All right. We're doing a great job of reading the sponsors. Just thought I'd toss that out. No, we're doing a <laughs> terrible fucking job. <laughs> yeah, well. You oh, know. by the way, I, uh, I, um, I hit, uh, I got another, I'm getting, I've got email. You can subscribe to my blog. And I've been slowly creeping up to 200 subscribers, which I passed last week, mm. which I'm pretty happy about. Right on. Like you can get you can get you can get 10,000 followers on Facebook or Twitter pretty easy, but to get people to be willing to 
have all your articles emailed to them on a regular basis that's that's hard to scratch out yeah so i think so but i got one to i got one today i got a notification that mail enhancement is now following my blog <laughs> <laughs> well you could put mail now, enhancement on your blog roll under the manosphere well he's got here's some great posts worth seeing from mail enhancement <laughs> sex pills for men and Natural male enhancement for sale. I've got a link <laughs> really? here. I haven't clicked on it yet. Buy male enhancement pill and natural male. Uh, and this is I had this. I've had this in the last few weeks too with um, women with um, sex sites that are basically swingers. Swingers sex sites. Mm -hmm. So they follow the blog, they subscribe, and then they start leaving comments on posts that are like six months old, and they're rational comments, but they're basically just trying to get approved, and then they can flood you with, with. Uh, with spam so i've now instigated a rule on my blog if you're a first time commenter commenter and it's an article is over over a couple of weeks old it's an automatic automatic ban 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 so anyway male enhancement is now following my blog so i'll, I'll wait and see what uh comments he's going to be making that'll be interesting i might get some mileage out of that too yeah anyway reconnaissance man black man's got out of poverty bachelor pet economics worthless enjoy the decline Curse of the High IQ. These are not all of Cappy's books, though. By a long shot. He has more. He has um, uh, Beyond the Housing Crash. Top Shelf. Top Shelf Reserved. Um, Privatising Governments. Captain's Quarterly. Boris the Shitting Bath. Buffalo. I've never understood that one. Um, <laughs> it's a children's book. It's a children's book. It's a children's book. I'm trying to work. Uh, so I, I'm trying to. I want to get some parents to buy this for their kids and just give it to their kids without pre-reading it. There we go. And then there's my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill and Run Guts Pull Cones, and they're both fantastic and much better than Cappy's books or the Great Ones books. Uh, so uh, oh, actually, you haven't done any books, haven't you? I haven't done any. That books. actually sets you. That's actually sets you apart these days. That I haven't done a book. Yeah, and I'm too fucking like, lazy to do a book. I have like seven no, different this... ideas, but I haven't got off my ass on any of them. Well, well, throw some at me. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you if they're any good or not. I'll, I'll give you some honest uh, feedback. Of course, they're good. If they were good, you would have done them. Uh, no, that's just laziness. I actually, for a while, no. I considered if because you know Cappy says he does ghostwriting. I considered, dude, should I just like slam out the outline? Does he? Send it to Cappy, yeah, and and pay him to do the ghostwriting. I mean, he says he charges a lot of money. He doesn't do this percentage shit. He's like, no, I want to be paid up front. But yeah, he said that he will do ghostwriting. I mean, this Cappy, he'll do anything if you pay him enough. He's a capitalist whore like me. Oh, I'll do it for you. All right, we'll we'll chat. Same, same, same deal though. You gotta, you yeah, pay no, you, and you want your money up front. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. Nothing no wrong with that. that at all. Wait, are you trying to make a profit? You evil, no. you evil, no, evil. no, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna no, scream wait, at no, <laughs> no, because I'm going to use it to pay for other people's internet. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you're so and I'm going to use, I'm going to use the money for global warming. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fight global warming. All right. Well, you're 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 yeah. a good. That's good virtue yeah. signaling. Way to go, Adam. Thanks. Um, you can. Oh, like, you, do you want to read the rest of them? Um, 
DB Cooper. We take the longest. Uh, DB Cooper and yeah, Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse. Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse. I've not read that book, but Cappy says that it is a hilarious book, and we all know Cappy's sense of humor. So if you're on board with Cappy's sense of humor, you will probably enjoy that book also. We have the Glimmer Veil Chronicles by Michael Kingswood. No idea what that is. A book, no, I assume. I I'm looking for it. Right on. It's a good thing we did a lot of research before doing this podcast, right? Ah, uh, look, he didn't give us much lead time, did he? No, he no, he didn't give us much lead time at all. Yeah. Keep going. <clears throat> the Catholic Economic Subsidiary, which I don't know what that is either, but it does have an interesting name. The average. No, it's, sub, it's sub. It's subsidiarity. Subsidiarity. Thank you. Which I, I, don't, I don't know what that word means. Me either. I don't even know if that's a word. Is that a word? Like, I'm supposed to be a writer, and I don't think that's a word. Hang on. Right, it could be misspelled, you, or it could be a real world. Real, real world. Word. Oh, no, it I is thought. a word. It is a word. It's a noun. Yes. The principle that a certain authority should have a subsidiary function, performing only those tasks which cannot be performed at a more local level. So, I don't know what that means. So it's minarchism. So it means that the task should be formed, uh, should be done at the lowest level possible instead of the highest level possible. Okay. Okay. That sounds like it'll work. Sure. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep her moving. The Average Married Dad's Guide to Health, Wealth, and a Sexy Marriage by Alex Peck. That sounds like a book. And if you're an average married dad, maybe you should check it out. I'm not an average married dad. Not average, I'm not married, and I'm not a dad. Adam Piggott, are you average married or a dad? I am married. You are married. That's right. Um, when people ask me if I've got any kids, I say, none that I know of, and do you know something I don't? Mm, okay. That's a good response. Uh, as for average... Um, Sure. 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 Hey, I'll segue at this moment. I'll segue. I'm actually reading the Rational Male's new book, Positive Masculinity. Yes. Uh, and he's got a... Uh, I'm going to review it pretty soon, but he's got a uh, bit on red pill parenting. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Right on. There was, a, there was a line in there I'm going to share with you right now, even though I'm hijacking Cappy's uh, advertisements here. And he gets asked, when, as, a, as a father, when should you consider introducing your son to red pill concepts? Like when he's 15, when he's 18, when he's 12, blah, 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 blah. And, and Rollo says, you need to be considering this stuff before you even have kids. So if, if your kid's 15, sorry, but it's already too late. Maybe he'll find it on his own. It blew my mind. Blew my mind. Because he's right. He is right. I agree with that. He's right. You don't you don't have kids until you're with a woman who's going to support you giving them the red pill message, right? Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Brilliant. So far, the book's really good. Yeah, I'm not really, surprised. Really so I'll, yeah. 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 I just hate I hate the title. Positive masculinity. I hate that title. Hmm. Hmm. 
Just call it masculinity. It's just buying into the toxic masculinity bullshit propaganda. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree. I see your point there. Right, when you have to sit here and say, well, it's positive masculinity. As if, as no. if the fault of, of masculinity is negative. You know? it's, yes, toxic, exactly. No, you're right. That is I, exactly I, what it conveys. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. But anyway, keep it moving. Carrie Lutz, Viral Podcasting. Carrie Lutz Podcast. I listened to the first episode uh, of Carrie Lutz a while back because Cappy was on there talking about cryptocurrencies. And yeah, it was pretty good. I subscribed. I haven't listened to any since because I've been busy with other shit. Glorious Carl's book. I don't know. what. Do we know what Glorious Carl's book is? No. He, he used to have a hat. I don't. I think Glorious Carl doesn't have the hat anymore. But now he has a book. No, nah, he... He sold out of the hat. He did sell. That's what I had heard. Tapwhiskey.com. Whiskey without an E. Tapwhiskey.com. Okay, hang on. Hang, hang on. on. You, you, hang on. Hang on. Let, I, do, you reckon that's, do you reckon that's spelt wrong? No. Oh, I don't. Oh. No, it's not. No, no Cappy would never make a typing error. No, it's, 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 it's spelt correctly. Uh, actually, Cappy did it correctly. Yes. It's whiskey without an E. Whiskey without an E. Uh, oh, this is the this is the Canadian maple rye whiskey and rye whiskey and stuff. Mm. Which is I'm really getting into whiskey lately. Really? Yeah, yeah. The Scotch whiskeys. I've really and Japanese Japanese whiskeys. I'm a bit of a yeah. Finally, because I could never drink them. I was always like, you know, you drink it, and you go ah ah ooh, ah ooh, ooh, like that. Right. Hello. Uh, don't ask me to do that again. And uh, but but now I'm like I'm like okay okay, and you just you just have to keep you just have to keep trying them. And I think the secret is a little bit of water, just a dash of water, just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. You know. And do you, do you drink whiskey? Are you are you you're just a gin drinker, aren't you? Yeah, mostly gin. I mean, I will drink whiskey if it's available, but I I am not knowledgeable about whiskey. Did you like that Boodles gin that I taught you about? <clears throat> I did. It's not. I don't like it as much as Plymouth, especially for a yeah. martini. I didn't like it as a martini as much as Plymouth. Just straight up, it was good. And I still need to try it as a gin and tonic. So it's definitely, Boodles is definitely better than average, in my opinion, for certain. Mm. But not quite mm. up to the it's, Plymouth standard. It's very good in a gin and tonic. I recommend... And this is, by the way, I'm not taking the piss here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a, um, you get like a, a good long sliver of orange peel. Yes. As your garnish, and then you get some cloves. You know, like hmm. not garlic cloves, but proper cloves. Right, right. And you, you you press them into the orange. Yeah. Okay. And that's your that's your that's your garnish. Hmm. And make sure you pour the gin. You put that on the ice and pour the gin over it, and then add your tonic. Interesting. All right, I'll take a shot mm. at that. Yeah, it's good. Trust me, I'm a social worker. <laughs> Trust me, I have a degree in journalism. Trust me, I have a bachelor's in mechanical engineering, and I talk about science. <laughs> and a bow tie. And a bow tie! Bill Nye, the bow tie guy! <laughs> All of that rhymes. All of it. Uh, and just in case you ever run into Bill Nye the Bowtie Guy on the street, you might want to spend some time at St. Kate's Shooting, Brooklyn Center Shooting. Practice your shooting so that if you do see Bill Nye, 
you could put a bullet in him without hitting any innocent civilians. You'd probably just want to hit him in the knee. Yeah? Bill, Bill Nye is one of the guys I just shoot in the, in the knee. Well, okay. A lot so of pain, but he's still around to really, really suffer. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, make him suffer instead of just putting him right out of his misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's legit. Yeah. Mate, crawl along the pavement for a while, leaving a bloody streak behind him. Hmm. He, yeah. yeah, he does have two knees, so you could put two bullets in him, one in each. Double the pain. So, by, by, the, way, by the way, speaking of shooting... Mm -hmm. So I've only ever shot a gun once in my life, and that was in Uganda with an AK-47 over the Nile at Ooh. night when I was drunk, and we almost killed some fishermen. Well. Um, which was fun. Well, except for maybe the killing fishermen. Almost killing fishermen. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. Apparently almost. they were huddled in the bottom of their dugout canoe, canoes with their hands over their heads going, Oh, my God, what is happening? Um, but uh, I'm. Uh, we're moving down to an area the south of Holland called Maastricht in an area called Limburg. So Limburg is the state, like Colorado's state or something right. like that, yeah? Okay. And you can go you can go hunting down there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get my first shotgun and I'm gonna hunt ducks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm really I'm really looking forward to this. Groovy. You know? And yeah, and I'm gonna get a a, a dog so they can go and get the duck and pick it up and bring it back and then I'm gonna, you know, cook the duck. In a nice orange sauce. Hmm? Yeah. The the good wife is all the good wife is enthusiastically on board. Excellent. She she just she just loves it when I'm having fun. She loves it when I have interest. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, she doesn't talk like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um Arsehole Consulting is Cappy's uh, consultancy business that we were talking about before, so we didn't know about that one. Next! Uh, JacobsAdultPlayground.com uh, This is the guy who's, um, who gets you, book, books you into like the Vegas nightlife. Hopefully not at the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> oh, you went there before oh, I could get there. <laughs> hey. yes. oh, oh, that was... Uh, that was uh, and Cappy loses uh, another sponsor thanks to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, conservative brew make a coffee, uh, coffee done right as opposed to coffee done wrong. Um, and on the on the front of their coffee bag is God, family, country. I like that. I like that. And USA. I don't think they've been kneeling for the anthem. Conservative brew. Yeah, probably not. And no. and. And conservatives are bold, smooth, robust, and balanced, and so is conservative brew. And you can order it online. Um, so check out conservativebrew.com. Um, Chad Elkins is the is the local. Um, is he like a, a tax attorney or like a? Yes, he's he's an EPA accountant. Is... He does taxes, all that sort of stuff. I'm pretty. I think he's yeah, a CPA. Now... CPA. That's it. And now's the time to be calling him. Not in April. Am I right? You are correct. Uh, and, uh, academic composition there. I think he, Cappy had a thing up recently. They're hiring again. Um, and you can, you basically, is this, is this correct? You write people's, um, doctorates and theses for them and that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think whatever you need, whatever kind of school paper you need, they will write it for you. 
How can anyone in the professional world take university college degrees seriously anymore? I mean, is really, that a rhetorical I mean, question, like, I mean, or you want an answer? No, it's a, it's a real, it's a real question. How can you take this stuff seriously when you can just? It's so open that you can go out there. I'm not saying what they, what these guys at academic composition are doing wrong. I'm just like the product. The product is the quality of the degree is the quality of the person who presents themselves to your company with the degree. Mm-hmm. How how when they've devalued this so much? How is it not? How are people still saying we want you to have a bachelor's in you know puppetry? I just don't understand. I really don't understand. I I think there's two prongs to that because I've talked about this extensively because it fascinates me also. I think the first aspect of this is that you still have all these old people at the top, right? And the old person has a a PhD in puppetry or whatever. Okay, so now the old person is going to hire a new person to do the job. Well, if a new person can come in and do the job without a PhD in puppetry, then the old person realizes their PhD in puppetry is worthless. So you have to focus on hiring people with education in order to validate to yourself that your education Mm. actually Mm. has value. Mm. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. So then what will happen is the people get employed with the current PhD in puppetry obviously are completely useless at their jobs. And the last thing they want to do will be to hire someone who could conceivably make them look bad, which is basically anyone who's living and breathing at this moment. Right. So they will continue to hire people with degrees as well because they don't want to be shown up for the useless dimwits that they are. Yes. You know, again, mm. well, personal experience here, as I talk about all the time, I work in theater. I do lighting. I do not have a theater degree. At the event company I have worked for, I work for, we have so far since I've been there hired three people with college diplomas in theater with an emphasis in lighting. All three of them knew less than I did. They were completely worthless. They were completely unteachable because they thought they knew everything. And yet I would give them a simple assignment and they would come to me and say, well, how does this work? I'm like, what do you mean? How does that work? That's a fucking source for Lico. It's used on in every theater on the planet Earth. It is the standard lighting instrument. You go to any continent, any theater, you're going to find one. How do you not know how this works? And then I remember, oh, you have six years of college. And, and, and you just can't tell them anything. No, and you can't. Can you? Because you, I've tried. That's why all three of them have been fired. And that's why at this point I will no longer let the guy who owns the company hire somebody with a theater degree when he presents it to me i'm like no i don't want this person and is, is he is he beginning to understand or is he still scratching his head oh no he he gets it he's yeah he yeah no he he understands although he's also left-wing statist as hell which is funny but you know he there's there's a but lot of is... other stuff going on there too but yeah he oh, gets right, it right, right. he gets it he gets it Okay, so then the, the other part of the whole college diploma thing, the, the second half of my thesis, is the reason companies put the emphasis on the higher level of education is because higher level of education in, you know, what, 50% or more of the cases means the person also has a shit ton of debt. And if you have a lot of debt and you have to pay it off, that means you can't go in and tell your boss to fuck off and die, you're going to quit. 
you've got to keep yeah. the job because you got to fucking pay for the student loans. Otherwise, you're living in you're sleeping in your car. Exactly, and you're like an adjunct like professor. An adjunct yeah. professor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I suppose the third aspect to it, of course, is the fact that it's the natural screening if you're using a 22 year old HR girl to do the screening for you. Yes. Who knows nothing about anything. Um, and of course, oh, a degree. You don't have a degree. Oh, oh, you're out. And I don't have to because I wouldn't know if you were in anyway. Right. The av- I, I read a thing recently that in the Obama administration, the average age of reporters with White House credentials was 27. God. Yeah. Well, it's easier to lie to gullible people, you know. And how much life experience of, does a 27-year-old reporter have? Not very much, some say. Look, they, they, get out of, they get out of the college at, what, 23, 24? If, something like that? Yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah, if you've actually done some work. Right, I mean, I mean like, and, yeah. uh, and then you've got to spend a couple of years sucking a lot of cock mm-hmm. to get where you need to be. We, we call it interning. Yeah, sorry. I thought I thought I thought uh, 150 years ago it was called slavery. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Uh, I know I know people gr- who have been out of college for three, four, five, six years have still had nothing but internships. Still have not landed a real job. There was a great um, there was a great meme I saw recently. I, I, I wish I'd saved it. But basically, what it was it was a London. Um, NGO um, who specialise in stopping third world slavery, advertising for an unpaid intern. <laughs> yes, no, I, I think I've seen that. I've ripped on that on my podcast. It's been like ages, but yes, I've seen that. Volunteers to you know help people in foreign countries get paid fair wages. It's like yeah, you guys yeah, are dumb. Yeah. You're so dumb. Because it the other thing too, you know, it's like people, it was like you know the specifically people running... unpaid interns. <laughs> All right, you go first. <laughs> there you go, you go, you go, you go. All right. You know that the people running the NGOs, they're not working for free. They're making six figures. Oh, no. But they want you to volunteer your time. That is what oh, cracks not just, me up. Dude, they're not just making six figures. Man, when I lived in Uganda, when I lived in Uganda, I'm, fuck it, I'm going to say it. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. When I lived in Uganda... Yeah. The number one source for really, really good cocaine, <laughs> okay? Yes. In Uganda was was someone who was very high up in the local division of the United Nations. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Dude, it was just it was just so balls to the wall like in your face, no one gave a shit. Mm-hmm. But the thing I liked was, I really liked the guy. He was not, he was not an SAW United Nations worker. And by the way, United Nations worker, what am I saying? He was fucking executive. He was in the scummy bars with us getting pissed, absolutely getting dirty in Africa, but doing it for all the right reasons for himself. He wasn't <laughs> trying to save the world, man. He was trying to have as much fun as he possibly could and at the same time set himself up for life. You work for the UN, you basically have diplomatic immunity. You can put anything in your bag that you want. Anything. 
I love it. Want to go through to the keeper? I love yeah. It. Yeah. And really, really good product. <laughs> I give him that. <laughs> you know what we used to call him? No. But <laughs> Miss Mr. <Mrs>. Snowman. <laughs> Bring me a dream. Oh yes. <laughs> Make it the sweetest that I've ever snorted. (laughs) Ah, good times, good times. Uh, Crazy times. They were crazy times. They were crazy times. Hey, we the last. There's one more to read off. You got to plug yourself. Go on. All right. Or do you want? Do you want? Do you want me to plug you? Oh, that sounds kinky. Sure, go for it. Uh, the great one himself, whose real name I don't even know. Like I actually have to when I when I when I write him emails, I have to write, "Dear great one." <laughs> I've 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 asked him to tell me his name. He won't do it. He won't do it. And you know what? He's a smart guy because we could be doing a podcast and it could inadvertently slip out. I could go, "Hey Fred," oh, oh, you know, and there, oh shit, you know, and then the, the genie's out of the bottle. They know where he works. It's all over. Thanks for coming. He's been podcasting for longer than most of you have been born. He's been podcasting before podcasting was a thing, before they were even invented. Um, he's he's recently cleaned up his site. I notice that you've have taken I? down certain. I know. I notice you've taken down certain imagery that used to be up there, one on each corner. I did. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did. I'm working I, on cleaning up the site. Actually, I, it is a project. It's an ongoing project. Because people people didn't understand the hammer and sickle and the swastika, did they? They they didn't get what you were saying. Oh no, those are they still thought, there. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. It, it's randomized. The header image is, is randomized. I tell you what, I have not. I've just opened it again now. Yeah. I I it's I have not got them. Anytime I've opened your hmm. site for the past three or four weeks. Interesting. So maybe they've they've been taken down for you. Hmm. Dun 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 dun. 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 It's probably the Russians. <laughs> or the or the global warmings. Now I'm gonna go with the it's Russians. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. It's Bill Nye. Bill Nye. It's. I'm gonna go with the Russians. I'm gonna blame everything on the Russians. So the Cynical Libertarian Society does a podcast. I think he podcasts three times a week. Am I right? Three times a week. You are correct. He also every Wednesday or every Tuesday does a um, a general linkage. Linkage the trick. You didn't do that last week. I did not. You are correct. I was I was swamped with work. It just did not happen. Are, are you going to do it this week? Yes, it's already scheduled. In fact. Okay. All right. It will be there. Uh, and. And and you can donate Bitcoin to him because he doesn't believe in internet begging. Hey, I'm just trying. Look, the Bitcoin has totally been hacked by the Russians. I'm doing you a favor by taking it <laughs> off your hands. It's because I'm actually I thinking care of so putting much. It, That's how much I care. I'm actually I'm WordPress, of which my blog uh, is the is the platform that my blog's on, mm-hmm. has recently added a thing where you can put a um, donate button. So I'm wondering if I should just do it. I've had people say they want to send me money, that they bought my books. Yeah. They've bought my books as gifts. Rah, 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 rah. Should I just put it up there? I don't I know. Think, is it is it begging? You know, 
I think it's only I think it's only begging when you hammer it all the fucking time. You know, that's why I like to make fun of Stefan Molyneux, even though I love the guy to death and I agree with ninety five percent of what he says. You know, this thing if you listen to more than three episodes of my podcast and you haven't paid me, you're stealing from me. Like that's cyber begging. I think if you just put it up there, you mention it every now that's and then. That's not even that's not even cyber begging. That's cyber cyber douchebaggery on a major <laughs> scale because he's put the stuff up for free. It's not like you had to get through a right. you know had to get through a bloody a bloody password wall or something and yes. go and open another browser and copy and paste this and blah 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 and right. Uh, no, not, I agree. He's, he's stealing. He's. I agree with you. Yeah, you're putting it on the internet for free. Just deal. So with basically, it. he hasn't he hasn't been able to effectively monetize his site no, to his, not. his own personal satisfaction, yeah. and for that he's he's yelling abuse and uh, personal attacks right. at his uh, at his viewership. Yes. Which Cappy rags well, on him about that dumb. too, which I agree. Cappy is like, dude, why don't you just get an Amazon affiliate? I mean, Stefan Molly, you yeah. could make a fortune with the with the Amazon affiliate. But let me guess, he's like, oh no, the, 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 that's a company that makes a profit, no, and that's no, dirty. Really but I want to make a profit. He just, he, Stefan's spiel from the last time I've heard it is he doesn't want to do any advertising because he wants to remain pure. He wants to be, in the sense that say he what wants is. to be you know able to say whatever he wants to say and not worry you about pissing off an advertiser. He's a fucking libertarian. <laughs> well, actually, he's more of an alt-right guy nowadays with his Trump support. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah, no, he he's not. But uh, he's so, He actually... No, he came out and specifically uh, disavowed himself from the alt-right, if I remember correctly. So did Paul Joseph Watson. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, he, he may have, but he's still sucking Donald Trump's butt. So, you know. Anyhow, whatever he is, he doesn't take advantage of advertising for whatever lame reasons he gives. I think we can agree on that part. You know, yeah, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. He could probably make yeah. a fortune. Stop. But, well, don't do it, but don't, but don't kill trip your but fucking don't get tri yeah. So anyhow, back to your real point, back to what's important. Yeah, I mean, go. I would say do it. Put the donate button up there. You're on WordPress.com, right. right? Yeah. Do they, do, so here, my question is, does WordPress take a cut out of this? No, they don't. They're oh, okay. Just, it's, it's just, it just came out recently. They've got a simple payment button. Right on. They've got it in different... Uh, it's linked to PayPal. Got it. Hang on. Uh, WordPress.com, simple payments. So I need to look into it more. Yeah. But uh, they got a little video there. Right. Because so, when I mean, it comes to the cyber, money, you know. yeah. When it comes to the cyber begging stuff, that's another just part of my disagreement. Is the people? Well, I have a Patreon account, okay, and so you're yeah, giving yeah. portion of your money to a bunch of left wing status social justice warriors. Ah, good point. So this this goes through PayPal. Um, we we a company which I've had disagreements with in the past. Yes, well, they're they're lefty as well. I know PayPal, PayPal went through this phase where they were trying to crack down on pornography and stuff like this. And I know a photographer who uses PayPal and he does what, you know, what you call artistic nudes, which is a code phrase for pornography for a lot of people. But he actually does do what I would consider artistic nudes. It's very high quality, yada, yada, yada. And PayPal kept shutting so have, him um, down. Have you have you posed for him? 
No, uh, uh, oh, dude, no, but consider it. Hmm. Okay, let me let me know if you do. All right, yeah, I'll send you pictures. Just so I can pass it through to Bill Nye. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. Let me tell everyone what it's like to be the object of Bill Nye's affections. Yes. Oh. Uh, you know, that bow tie I'll really tell you is something. hot. I'll tell you something I'd like to see. Bill Nye and uh, George Takakai. Oh, yeah. They could do butt stuff. Yeah. They could play that they song and sing about butt stuff while they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, they could do it. Because they're both yeah, science guys. Yeah. I mean, George Tiki Tuki Taki did play Mr. Sulu on Star Trek. So he is That's as true. qualified about, to be a scientist as Bill as Nye qualified, is. As qualified. As qualified. He is as qualified. As qualified. He's almost as qualified as the guys off the Big Bang Theory. Mm, yeah. 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 Um... um I was going to say something, really. Uh, Who cares? Let's call something. it on this pod. Let's call it on the podcast. Before the end of the year, Bill Nye will also be one of the scalps in the Me Too Hollywood uh, Hollywood lefty eat its own self-inclusion. <laughs> right. The cannibalism of the Hollywood left. There's a good the title. The self-cannibalism. Cannibalism. The self-cannibalism. The cannibalism of the Hollywood. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. I'm I am use- too. <laughs> It's going to be a race to oh, see which of us uses it first. Hollywood. Uh, I've, I've, I've drunk. I have drunk a half bottle of Prosecco while I've been doing this. Oh, lovely. Fuck, I've drunk. I've drunk more. The cat has come in, looked at me and said, am I going to get fed? And I'm just giving him, I'm giving him the finger and he's walked off. It's dark outside. It was light when we started making, doing this. And now it's dark. How long have we been going? We are at one hour, 52 minutes. I think we should stop. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of people who think we should have stopped an hour and 52 minutes ago. Anyone listening now that's got this far, oh. I applaud you. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. I applaud you. Good job I hanging really out. Do. Yeah. Good job hanging out. They're questioning yeah. their sanity, uh, but we applaud you. Well, uh, well, you started this. Do you want me to wind it up? Yes, but before we wind it up, we should also finish the sponsors. We have. No, you got Jim Fear, 138 at blogspot. Yeah, jimfear138.blogspot.com. He has his podcast. He is Undertow Audio if you need audio recording services. And then you have Cappy's online courses, the analysis and valuation of stocks and stocks, bonds, investing. Oh, my. You can find those Google searching them. They're offered through colleges all over the place. You can take them online. If you take them online, be on your good behavior because it's not a forum for politics and whining about social justice warriors and making fun of people. It's a place for learning. And then, of course, Cappy's newest sponsor, which isn't on the list, Irish Spring Soap. It is the official soap of... (laughs) (laughs) The official soap of the McCormick family, and it can be the official soap of your family as well, Irish Spring. I was actually in... Walmart a couple of weeks ago and in the middle of the aisle there's a giant fucking pile of Irish spring soap on sale. Oh I almost and bought you thought, some. You, you thought <laughs> I you thought. thought of the of the Cappy the Cappy Adam Irish Spring war. Yes. And I thought I should buy a pallet of Irish Spring soap and have it shipped to Cappy. 
See, do you know what he sent me? No idea. He sent me a bar. He sent me a bar of Irish Spring. No way. And two loofers. <laughs> a blue one and a pink one. Oh. And my wife was like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "Well, this is Aaron Clary." <laughs> He did. he did. And the really fucked thing was, he sent me an email of him smoking, the way he set it up, he sent him an email of him smoking a cigar in a cigar bar somewhere in the States there. Right. And it was like, oh, I need your ad- address. And I thought, oh. I thought he was, I thought he was going to send me the cigar God. that he owes me for like, from like time immemorial. Yes. So I was like, yeah, baby. So then like a, a couple of weeks later, a package turns up. And it's from America. I'm like, yeah, cigars, yeah, yeah. yes, like, cigars. I literally thought cigars. He totally trolled me. So he never said it was going to be cigars. Yeah. And then I open, I open it, and it's a bar of Irish Spring soap and a blue and a pink loofah. Oh, oh, that's kind of brilliant on his part. You got to admit. Ah, uh, no, it's brilliant. I've got a, I've got the whole. It's a, like a little package. I've got the bar of soap and the loofahs all sitting in like a little. A little thing just above the toilet, oh. uh, like a little thing. The, the wife thinks it's hilarious. The good wife thinks it's hilarious. That's so. that's that's cool. all that counts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. great. I love I it. Know. I know. That's a good place to finish, isn't it? Let's wrap it up. You know, on a on a cappy, uh, little little a little bit of you know, thing there of, of what Cappy did, and, and that, that was fun. So look, this is. Uh, this has been the great. This has been a great one, Pickett production, on behalf of uh, the uh, Aaron Clary um, Corporate Enterprise uh, Worldwide uh, Conglomerate Amazon Affiliate Program thing that he has got going. Uh, sponsors of this podcast include Bill Nye, um, Global Warmings, uh, Donna Brazil. Uh, bow ties and anything else that you care to mention uh, we'll be back at the same time next time Cappy contacts us at very short notice to say please do a podcast for me um, so it's uh, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him and uh, tune in next time when we talk about uh, what we talk about next time oh great one your name your real name Tune in next time when the Grey One tells me his real name and reveals it for all the world so that finally we can work out which company he works for in Colorado and get him sacked for not being an SJW. Goodbye now.